Good morning. How are you? Good, good. Welcome to the 10 o'clock class, and we just praise God for you. It's going to be a good morning. Uh, really feel what we're about to do this morning is very, very important, and um, we're just excited. You know, I read a verse this week that said, I was glad when they said, let us go into the house of the Lord. And is that our heart all the time? Are we always glad when they say, hey, it's church time? And I would say that we haven't always been, but that's the right response is to say that. And I just wanted you to know this morning I'm happy. I am so glad to be in the house of the Lord this morning because I know God's got some awesome stuff planned for this morning. Amen. So, Lord, we just praise you and we thank you. We give you the glory. We thank you for everything that you're doing. We thank you for your heart and your just your love being poured out on us. Praise you, Father. We praise you. We glorify you. Lord, the hurricane has passed through. The hurricane has passed through. Amen. The hurricane has passed through. And thank you, Lord. We just praise you for it. Thank you, Lord, that in our area in particular, there was not a ton of damage. Uh, but there are some residual stuff. We just ask that those things uh, would be restored and restored quickly. If there was anything lost or stolen, that it would be replaced immediately, Lord, that it would be uh, paid back in Jesus' name. We just praise you for it and we thank you for it. Father, we just pray right now for the coast all up and down North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Florida, Lord. Let all of that damage, Lord, that, that occurred let the, your people let it have them restored and let your love shine on people whether they're yours or not Lord your word says that it rains on the just and the unjust and that is a good rain Lord the rain of your love the rain of your life Lord right now we just ask that your love would pour down on everybody that was affected by the storm and we just thank you for it, Father. Lord, let them have peace. Let them have joy. Let them have the love of God. Let them feel that, that peace that passes understanding. Let them feel that peace today, Lord. It is a new day. Your mercies are new every morning. And Lord, let hope rise up. The enemy comes in to steal hope. Let hope rise up in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, I uh, want to talk about a couple of things and then uh, probably just going to pray some today. But uh, in that, you know, we've been talking about hope and uh, in our series on Sunday morning talking about there is hope. No matter where you're at, no matter what you feel, no matter what you're seeing, there's hope. And so even in uh, a situation like a storm and a hurricane, even when you see all of your stuff, just, I mean, you've got some people that probably, I don't know of anybody individually that I know, but I've seen some of the pictures. You've got some people that probably all of their stuff was destroyed. And, and so somebody would look at that and go, where's the hope? Where's the hope in that? And a lot of times it stems from looking with eyes of the flesh and looking on the physical things. It's kind of like the situation that, uh, the Stalins had a few uh, weeks ago is that in the middle of that you want to look and say where's hope and yet they said I know who my God is 
I know who my hope is. And in the middle of that, they, they decided, they made a decision, I'm going to take on the hope of God. And man, did God show up. And it's still showing up. I mean, God is pouring out. And he'll be like that to anybody that will simply turn to him and trust him more than what they see with their eyes. That's been the cry of the, the word the whole time is, will you trust me more? And this morning, I know I, as I woke up, the Lord just, I felt like he was speaking to me and just saying, today is a new day of your hope. Today is a new day of your hope. And so we need to take that. No matter what we see with our eyes, we need to say, Lord, you are worthy of hope today. And so I just, I, I just you know, speak to anybody who might be watching this that's saying, look, man, I need some hope. There is hope in God. There is a hope in God. Always. Why? Because he is the God of hope. And so as we're talking about that, I want to take you on into something. Uh, you can turn to Ezekiel 47.1. This is something that came out in the prayer time, and I want to reiterate that now. Uh, not always do we reiterate what we covered in you know, the front lines prayer at 9 a.m., but today we're going to because I think that it's very important, is that we need to understand that God's looking to do something. God is looking to do something in this time, and God is looking to do something in Boomerang right now. Right now, he is up to something, and it is something good. But it's up to us to, to hear from him and then respond to what he says. It's up to us to be reactive and proactive on the things that God's sh uh, shown us to do. And so we've had uh, multiple dreams now that have happened. Uh, just want to share, God speaks to people in dreams. Some people know that, some people don't. But he does. He speaks to people in dreams. He tells us in those days, he said, your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams, right? And he moves in dreams. And so he also shows people visions. He talks to his people today. There's hope in God, y'all. <laughs> and uh, that's, uh, there's something that we need to grab a hold of is that God is pouring out hope for those who will receive hope. And so we want to become very good receivers of that hope. And so one of those ways that he's pouring out hope is through dreams. And in the last few months, we've had several dreams. And let me just give you a basis for it. Uh, there was a dream that I had uh, about a month ago, month and a half ago. And we were sitting here. It was actually the class time in the dream. Uh, most of y'all have heard that. And about that time, you know, it looks like our normal size class. And then just people start coming in. And they just start coming in. And they just start coming in. And I, there's, about, at, there's about 100 people new in that class uh, by the end of it, by the end of that class time. And in that, man, the Holy Spirit just started pouring out. I mean, he started touching people. He just released the river of God in that class time. And then the regular service started and even more people came in. And it just continued to grow and get bigger. But it was all in one day. I mean, just one day, God just poured out and stuff happened. Now, I believe the Lord means that literally, but I also believe that there's some figurative language in that too. Well, that was on a Saturday. The next Saturday or Sunday, I believe it was Sunday, 
uh, a friend of mine, a pastor in Texas, sends me an email. And he says, man, I just had a dream about Boomerang. And you could line up different markers in both of those dreams right on top of each other. The same thing. He, we were getting ready to have a service. It looked normal. And then all of a sudden, this flood of people came in. Well, then I was talking to somebody that was here at the church. And, and a week before I had my dream, uh, somebody said, we were sitting there. It looked normal. And then all of a sudden, this inflow of people just started coming in, coming in. So now we're talking about three different dreams in two weeks by three different people that none of them knew the other were, was having a dream. And so this week, one of the things that God spoke to me was this. He said, he said, the devil is out to steal, kill, and destroy. Does he give words or dreams that are going to encourage you to increase your faith for the things of God? To increase your hope? To increase your life? No, those are not dreams from the flesh or dreams from the devil. Those are dreams from God. God inspires you to hope. God inspires you to faith. Well, it, I don't know if it was right before that or right after it. Barrett had a dream that we were in a service, and uh, it was kind of an, uh, an open outside service, but it wasn't necessarily outside. It represented that it was just there was an open flow. There was no, um, um, there were no walls and ceilings that man would put on it. Amen. And in that service, there was this tank filled full of water. And three times, right? Three times? And three times, it goes boom and hits people. This water of God, this flood of God is hitting people. It's the same thing. And then Deb was sharing with us this morning. She had a dream. And we were, uh, we were out in the field, and we were all working. I think this really relates and pulls this into today. We were all, as boomerang, out in this field, and we were planting the seeds of God, right? We, now, and it's important to understand, they weren't coming up yet. We weren't seeing the harvest of that yet. They weren't fruit, but we were planting the seeds of God. And all of a sudden, uh, what's known is, man, there's a, not a bad storm. There's a beautiful storm coming. The rain of God. The flow of God's outpouring. And there was this conviction in her heart that, man, we got to get, we got to get busy planting this. Stuff. We got to be productive and be efficient to plant the seeds of God because the outpouring is on its way. That's the same dream. That's the same word. And so here's what you do with that. What do you do when you know about that stuff? Well, do you just sit back and go, well, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. No. You need to be active on what the Lord has shown you. You don't, you know, people could look back and say, well, Jesus will save me when he wants to. No, no, no. You've got to apply faith, and that faith is going to require action. Faith requires action. So we need to take some action this morning. And I want to read this to you. This is Ezekiel 47, verse 1. And Ezekiel is prophesying right here, and he says, Then he brought me, he was uh, dealing with a man, he said, Then the man brought me back to the door of the house of God, is what it's talking about. And behold, water was flowing from under the threshold of the house toward the east. 
east, for the house faced east. And the water was flowing down from under, from the right side of the house, from the south of the altar. Verse 2. He brought me out by way of the north gate and led me around on the outside to the outer gate by way of the gate that faces east. And behold, water was trickling from the south side. When the man went out toward the east with a line in hand, in other words, a measuring line, he measured a thousand cubits. And he led me through the water, the water reaching the ankles. Then he measured a thousand and led me through the water, the water reaching the knees. Again he measured a thousand and led me through the water, water reaching the loins or the waist area. And again he measured a thousand and it was a river that I could not ford or I could not cross for the water had risen, enough water to swim in a river that could not be forded. And he said to me, Son of man, have you seen this? Then he brought me back to the bank of the river. Now, there's, it goes on, but I want to stop right there. And I want to show you there's some speech in here that I think we can get out of it. And one thing is this, is I've never seen this till this morning, is that here he measured out a thousand cubits four times. There were four thousand cubits. And when he got out into the four thousand cubits, that's where there was a river that was not able to be crossed. It was over, over our heads, right? That was a time when you could swim in it, but it was so big and wide and powerful, you couldn't cross it. And so what I, I, I reckon this, there's so many different things that you could pull out of this. I imagine when we get to heaven and God opens it up, there'll probably be like a thousand different ways you could look at this, and then that's probably just the beginning. But one way I think you could look at this is it was 4,000 years from the time man, the curse in the garden. It was approximately 4,000 years till Jesus came. And we know that Jesus opened up the heavens again. And he opened up the heavens so that the outpouring of the Holy Spirit could be poured out on us. He opened up the heavens so that then we could receive the flow of God, the river of the Holy Spirit, the power of God. He opened up those heavens. He, in other words, what he was saying is, I have opened up the place where you can move in to the river of God. Let me explain that real quick. See, when we first get born again, here's another way that you can look at it. When we first get born again, I'll just say I'm going to back up here and take each step as a thousand, a thousand cubits. When we first get born again and we're in the life-saving water of God, we feel the presence of God. We're standing in the water. But I mean, even if the strongest, you know, ankle-deep water passes by us, we can pretty much stand still. We can pretty much stand still and hold our ground. And I want you to see something. The ground, the, the sea floor, the river floor in this case, ground always represents the world and the flesh. So in other words, I can have the life-saving water of God touching me and saving me for eternity, but I'm still in contact with this world. I still am rooted in a sense. I can still be rooted in my flesh in worldly ways. 
But then I take another step and that water is up to my knees. And if you've ever been at the ocean, water up to your knees, it can move you, right? I mean, it can get you a little, a little rocky, but I'm still planted in the world. But I've decided to go deeper. I've decided to go deeper, but I need to make, you know, I need to go deeper. And I take another step. And this, this is representative of our Christian walk. This is representative of, of our need and God's desire for us to move into the things of God. And look, when you get up to waist high uh, water, all of a sudden you get out in the ocean and the waves are moving pretty good. Waist high water can move you. It can even knock you down and cover you in the goodness of that water. Every, it doesn't happen all the time because I still have some roots in the world, still have some roots in the flesh. So it's not going to knock me down all the time. But every now and then, even if I'm resisting it, it'll still get a hold of me. And this represents, this is a lot of Christians. They'll go into a service and they'll have, they'll, they'll go into a service and man, they'll get moved by the Holy Spirit. They'll get moved by the power and the love of God. Now, they'll do that at knee high too. But there's a decision point for us. Are we going to leave the flesh and the world and the ground, our footing in it, behind and move into the place where we give all of ourselves into the current of God, into the outpouring of God, into the flow of God, where now we're not fighting the current where it talks about that if we're proud, uh, you know, God resists the proud or he's opposed to the proud. If we're stuck, in the world and stuck in the flesh we're resisting the current of that water we're resisting that current but if we decide Lord I'm all in with you now we are flowing with the presence of God and the outpouring of God and we can be right where he is all the time and we can flow and be right where God wants us to be faith takes action that action this morning for the time that we have left is this. That action this morning is, Lord, prepare us for an outpouring. Prepare our hearts to be the kind of people that will leave the footing of the world and the footing of our flesh and move into the current and the flow of the Holy Spirit. Test us and see. Test us, Lord, now and see. Show us the areas where we're still trying to hold a foothold and a toehold into the flesh of our life where we need to jump all in and let go. Lord, prepare us for an outpouring. Prepare us, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Prepare us, Lord, for an outpouring. Prepare us to leave our flesh. Prepare us, Lord, now to leave the flesh and the worldly ways, that we are not conformed to the world, but we are transformed by the renewing of our minds. Prepare us now in Jesus' name. Prepare us, Lord. Let us leave behind worldly logic. Let us leave behind worldly ways, worldly thinking. Let us leave that behind and move into nothing but your thinking, your logic, Lord. Thank you, Father.
Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. If anybody has a prayer in that direction, come on up. Thank you, Father. Yeah, thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord God, that you have made way for this time. We thank you that you're preparing us for this season. We thank you for your provision, Father God. We thank you for making a way, Lord Jesus, and raising a standard and giving us opportunity, Lord Jesus, to rise to that call. Thank you for equipping us. Thank you for placing yeah, and you. planting the members in this body as you see fit. Thank you for making us able and bringing us unity. We thank you for commanding the blessing over us, Father God. And we want to please you in it, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. John, come here. Pray it out. Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for open hearts and open minds. Thank you, Lord, that your word would flow freely into the lives of those that are in this congregation today. I ask you, Lord, that you would bless and that your spirit would reside on every person that walks in the door in this service today. And may the Lord bless them and keep them. And may, the Lord, <clears throat> may your presence always dwell with them. And may you knock on the heart's door one more time. In Jesus' name. Father, right now, people that are supposed to be affected by this outpouring, Lord, start preparing their hearts in Jesus' name. Your word teaches us that we are to pray your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, and we are to command those things. You, it literally says that we are to pray, Father, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, this outpouring, this planting of the seeds, this productivity and efficiency that we should be about in preparation for it Lord let we just say right now people line up thinking line up hearts line up now your will be done Lord in the hearts and in the minds of people that's where it happens Lord in the hearts and in the minds of people thank you Father 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 Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, <clears throat> there are times when we're standing in the river or standing in the ocean, and it feels like our feet or our ankles are sinking into the world. So, Father, I ask that those strongholds that root us in the world, um, that they be broken, that we choose to pick our feet up and to break those strongholds to break that off, to cast it aside, to bind it up so that we can freely swim in your river. We can freely swim in your water. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Father. Yeah, glory. Glory, glory, glory. Sefrum batandi disto, planta dasta, yata namoso, be mokofielo nomo, praposo, epesto frambo, pansko fetini, ebesto to do frea, panspicolo, sotanos. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Catrobesti de busto, no fiante da, pasto toramoso, trifidi, disto framoto gramoso, pita maso gramoso, de pancoboshe beste, de yonkomaso, tenerebeta, comataramoso, trebesti, River of life, flow now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Flow by Kudra Nuste. Bonse Bata Nanofalo. Bonse Batora. O Kibes Temetetambotoroma Sos. Hambus Feletud Fista. Bentamamo. Utram Tetumentamusto. Bumbramoso Batikunina. Membotufra. Yeah, strength and life. Rise up now. Holy Spirit fire, overflow, water of God, splash out and fill. Thank you. Douse in Jesus' name. A dousing in Jesus' name. Dousing in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Yeah, glory. A dousing in Jesus' name. A dousing. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Pray when you're ready. Lord, I thank you that in the deepest waters, we don't need to see where we're going. We just need to be led by you, by your spirit, by your river. And the deeper we go, the darker it seems to be because we don't need to see physically. But we just need to trust you. And that's where you can lead us to the most beautiful places where we can see things we never could have imagined in you, God. We want to go deeper, and we want to go deeper in you. And all we need to do is trust you. We thank you that we can start trusting you like never before today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Lord, the deeper we go in you, the more that just drops off of us. Because nothing in this world can sustain in the deepest parts of you, God. It has to let go. Lord, we just let go right now. And we just make the decision to keep going deeper in you. Not look back, but keep moving. 
We keep going deeper and deeper in you, God. Lord, I just see as we let go of fear and as we let go of things that are rooted in the world that we can just look up and we see the, the light just shining down and lighting up all the ocean and lighting up things we've never seen before. Beautiful parts of you, God. God, today let us become explorers of the ocean. We want to see everybody you. We want it all. We want it all. Thank you. And Lord, right now, no matter where we find ourselves, no matter how dark or how deep, look up and see that you are not just, uh, not just drowning in the problems of the world, but Lord, you have placed us in the place where we can flow in your current and look up and see the light of God sparkling all around us. We can look up and see there is hope. No matter what we see in the middle of this world, when everything seems to be wrong, when wrong is right and right is wrong and bad is good and good is bad, Lord, we look up and we find our compass, we find our direction, we find our hope. We find our joy. We find our life. Lord, we just find that life in you. 
we reach out with hope, we reach out with faith, we grab hold of you and say release your flow, release your outpouring, release yourself Holy Spirit in this place, in this county, in this city, in this state, in this nation and in this world. We are not the only ones receiving this now at this time, but we join with other bodies around the world that are sensitive to you and say, release your outpouring, release your flow. Father, we thank you for that. Thank you, Father, for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy. We're not drowning. Father, we're being moved by your Holy Spirit into the fullness of your presence, the place where hope truly reigns, and we receive that by faith today. We receive that in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Yeah, thank you, Father. Amen, amen. Is there anybody else? Anybody else before we end? Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Anyone else? Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Lord, we just praise you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. While we were praying, I believe I heard the voice of the Lord. I woke up with part of it this morning, and I kept hearing it's a new day. It's a new day. Right now is a new day. Right now is a new day. Right now is a new day. It is a new time. It is a new day. Yeah, and as we that. were praying, my river is coming. My river is coming. My river is coming. My river is coming. Leon DeSantis on It moves of the Holy Spirit. It moves by His river. You have a choice to either try to find your firm footing in the logic of the world or to flow with Him. And the correct answer is not finding the logic of the world. The correct answer is to let yourself go in Him. There will be things that will feel awesome. There will be things that your flesh will fight. It won't, your flesh wants to find footing. But in the river of God, flowing with him outside of pride and in humility, there is no footing in the world left. There's no footing left in that, in those things. And you'll find beautiful things, but you will find things that are outside of your comfort zone of the flesh. You will find things that are outside of your logic because they're not in your logic, they're in the logic of God. You will find things that do not make sense to you. You will find things that are the glory of God, but they're only met and seen and received as you allow yourself to leave the footing of a fleshly world and move into the things of life, the things of the Spirit. The things on the flesh 
are death, but the things in the Spirit, they're life. Father, we receive your life. We receive your life. We receive a new day. We receive a river opening up to us, Lord. We receive those things. Lord, it's not something that we're looking to see if it's coming. We've heard your words. We take those things by faith, and with hope, we expect them now. We are in expectation of those things now. Not just in this place, not just in this body, but in individual lives, on, in the workplace, driving in the car, in the families, Lord. Breakthrough for children. Breakthrough for husbands and wives. Breakthrough be now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. New life, new ideas, new hope, new favor, new promotion, new health, newness of the fullness of life in every area of your life be now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Newness in the workplace, newness, hope, hope for your co-workers. Hope for your church family. Hope for your extended family. Life of God, rise up. Father, by faith, we reach out and we grab a hold of your hope. We grab a hold of the, that light that you're shining. We grab a hold by faith and we draw it in to our lives and let it become the reality that you've called it to become. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Scott Sam. The uh, in Ezekiel where it talks about the river and, and getting so deep that, that, that you get caught up and, and you can't do it on your own. You can't help but see the correlation between that and baptism. Uh, and and the Holy Spirit was just showing me when Jesus was baptized by John, um, basically, John says, well, why do you want me to baptize you? You should be baptizing me. And Jesus looks at him and he says, look, John, we've got to do this because it fulfills all righteousness. It's, it's the Father's will. And you, you can't help but see the correlation between being immersed in that river to where you're not in control and being immersed in baptism and saying, you know what, it, it's about the Father's will. And what Jesus was basically saying is there is one who is greater than me, and, and I'm giving it all for him right now. When, when he was baptized, he pretty much said, I'm all in. It's God's will. I mean, you, you can't help but see that. It's powerful stuff. Amen. And the, there's a link to our righteousness through Christ in there. He said to John, to fulfill all righteousness. And to move into that. Even Jesus, when they came up and said, good master, this is why when you hear me, somebody says something good, I'll say, thank you. God is so good. Because even Jesus, when they came up and said, good master, he recognized and he said, there's only one that's good. 
and that's the Father. And what he was saying was, there's one that's even greater than me, and this is how you're supposed to follow me, Jesus was saying, is follow me into the Father, where your will is not your own anymore. I'm all in. He's the director. He's the Lord. And I'm entering into the river of God so that the river of God can take me where it wants to take me, where he wants to take me. We're all in without any will of our own, giving up that fleshly standing of, well, I've got to protect myself or I have a right to this or, you know, all of that goes away when you understand that God's love is better for you than all of your rights anyway. He will keep you in the best of best places where your rights will keep you in bondage to trying to fulfill man and worldly logic. So, Lord, we, we receive. It's an action of love as well. Lord, we receive your love right now. We receive your goodness and we receive your river and your outpouring. And Lord, we don't just stop here. This is not the ending of the planting of the seeds. That goes on forever while we're on this earth. But Lord, let us plant efficiently. Let us plant productively. Let us be about your business with, with a conviction of haste. Let us not be worried about uh, building houses and gathering cars and, and all of the luxuries and the comfort, but let us be about what's important to you, building your kingdom, seeking first your kingdom and your righteousness. And then all these things will be added. But Lord, our job is not to be concerned with the added part. Our job is to be concerned with your kingdom and your righteousness. Let us be all in. All of our, all of our reasoning is for you and in you and through you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us today. And uh, we'll see you in just a few minutes.